Welcome to another episode of the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. My name, of course, is Sean, and today's guest is Dolores Gibbs. She is the founder of Stone Street Entertainment in the DMV area, which is Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Um, This is an awesome interview. Everyone, please check them out. I will post the link of Stone Street in the show notes, and let's just get to it. Here it is, my interview with. Dolores Gibbs. Okay, everybody. I have a very special guest with me on the line. She is the founder of Stone Street Entertainment there in the DMV area. Dolores, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Appreciate you uh, reaching out to me. Thank you. You know, I'm always trying to get the word out about what we're doing. Yeah, so talk about talk about um, what you started with uh, Stone Street. What's it all about? Like, start from the beginning. talking about psychics off air, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> you were <laughs> so I came up with the name Stone Street. And 
first and I said, I'm getting ready to start an entertainment company. And I said, I'm going to need some help. And they said, count me in. So I have a neighbor to the left who's part of the company and a neighbor to the right who's part of the company. Mm -hmm. We're all federal executive, you know, retirees. Right. And, um, we've been together since 2016 hosting concerts and events. Where's your, like, geographic, like, locations? Like I'm very open-minded with the areas in which I do things. I started off in Waldorf, which, which is Southern Maryland, Waldorf, Maryland. And once I got there, uh, I got uh, the opportunity to do uh, a happy hour with the Courtyard Marriott. I was hosting Sunday, Jazz and Blues Sundays, which wasn't just Jazz and Blues. I was featuring all genres of music from rock, blues, uh, rhythm of uh, R&B, soul, and I just started bringing different local artists. I would go into the city at night, mm -hmm. and I would uh, listen to different artists that I would find either on Instagram or, <laughs> you know, by word of mouth. They'd say, check out this artist, and that's what I would do every weekend, and sometimes during the uh, week, i just drive around the city to different places listening right. to talent. For those that don't know what that is, that's Washington, D.C., Maryland and Virginia. Yes, the nation's <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, home of the home of the uh, what you got the na the Nationals, the Washington football team. I saw the article that you sent me. It says you're a lover of music. Now, what's that encapsulate for you? Like, what is it about music that speaks to you? Everything about music. Just to give you a taste, uh, when people come to my house, my whole house is decorated with nothing but music, art. Uh, my car, the tags on my car, everything I do is, is a replication of my love for music. And I'm that girl, when I travel for the agency, I would always make sure that I would find a place that have music. I've just, grew, my, my parents listened to all genres of music growing up in West Virginia. I was very blessed mm -hmm. because I got to hear country, bluegrass, folk music. I got to go go to theater, hear ballet, see uh, ballet. So I'm really open-minded for African-American female. Uh, I feel that I'm very open-minded to all different genres of music. Right. I didn't realize how much of a rocker girl I was until I came to the <laughs> Yeah, well, you're preaching to the choir. I went to the Bayou in Georgetown, and then that turned out to be like a second home when I first came to the city, and then mm. it just gravitated to different venues. Whatever mood I'm in, yeah. that's the playlist I'm going to listen to. Yeah. If you had to pick an all-time favorite artist, who would it be? Like, if you had one... Because we didn't have a lot of venues or places to go. 
stuff right. and live music. So yeah, it was kind of like it opened up a Pandora's box for me. And it was hard right. to be in a very straight, narrow uh, federal agency and to be the artsy, creative person that I that I am with music. So what I like about music is it it's transforms like race. Like music is music. I don't care if it's green, yellow. If the person you know is good, they're good. You know what I mean. And uh, freedom of speech, you know what I mean? I feel like sometimes freedom of speech gets lost. Yeah. Think about it. Even with politics and all the (laughs) crazy things that we have in the city, uh, there's so many wonderful artists who truly impact people's thoughts and how we view the world. Good example is, you know, everything that's happened in the black community, Black Lives Matter. Right. It's Juneteenth today. We're recording this on Juneteenth. Everyone says Spice Girls, but to me, I'll go down as a TLC fan forever. <laughs> like, R.I.P. Left Eye. That was so sad. I know, yeah. Um, growing up, Diana was uh-huh. classy woman. Yeah. Great music. But what changed it was, too, I think sexuality became a bigger piece. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Diana Ross was wearing evening gowns, and then the next thing you know, the girl groups, the patch over the uh, condom over the eyes, all that changed. Yeah. But music still stays the same. The quality of music. I mean, look at the impact of YouTube and all the other social media <laughs> platforms. Yeah. There are artists coming now who are making tons of money. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. I got you. But I really like her, and I think I like the fact that she's not afraid to be true to herself mm-hmm. with her music. That takes a lot, you know, to do. Yes. Yeah. You look at it, a lot of the labels, you know. Right. But then you got Miley Cyrus, who was born into it. So she had all the pressure in the world with Billy Ray and everything. And like legendary artists. For now, for the summer, one, well, before the pandemic, I was doing really well. Mm. And I did get into a funk when the pandemic happened because I was at the peak of building. So now, you know, of course, I've restructured a little bit. And um, so basically, I manage a couple bands as well. And one of the the members of a band has decided he's also a playwright. He wanted to open up his backyard and do uh, a summer series. And he, he named it the NDW's Backyard Takeover. Well, Norris Wiggins is also a playwright who um, was very, um, very huge in the DMV area for writing plays mm-hmm. that featured like a lot of R&B soulful artists. So starting tomorrow, every third Sunday of the month, Throughout the summer, we're doing the NDW's Backyard Takeover, and we're only inviting 24 uh, special guests to sit in the audience, but if they go to YouTube and uh, Google or look for NDW Backyard Takeover, they'll be able to watch the show. So the show tomorrow is featuring uh, Dave Tolliver of Minute Large, and Minute Large is uh, a group that was discovered by uh, Gerald LaBert. So he's in today and he's going to be our headliner and then we're also featuring a awesome and you can look these artists up but the, the next one is Ari Box who does neo soul and jazz and she's awesome you would like her mm-hmm. and then the next step is the classic soul group that we're also having and Nora sings in that group mm-hmm. and then we have we flew in a celebrity chef who is going to cook a gourmet 
food tasting and wine tasting for these 24 selected VIP guests. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's going to kind of be like a TV show. Um, And then once we do that, I'm also uh, going to be doing some shows in the fall. Don't give up. Do not give up because I always tell people when I think over the course of my life in any direction that I've taken, whether it was, you know, working as a federal employee to now, I've seen so many people who gave up too soon. Talk about, like, your humble beginnings in West Virginia. What was it like living up there? Uh, very normal. <laughs> what you call normal? Because, like, I didn't realize, I mean, I grew up pretty much living in the same house. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how great that was until I came to the city and moved all over the DMV. Mm-hmm. You know, just trying to find a place where I wanted to feel comfortable. So I didn't realize that was a big deal to be able to live in the same house until I, and I left home at 18. Mm. But now people rarely do that. They never stay in the same house. And I didn't realize how important that was or how interesting that was. To wake up, go to, I went to school with all the same people from first grade all the way till I was 18. Uh-huh. How many people can say that? Yeah, that's a good point. All right, Dolores, well, I appreciate you taking time out of your day today. Do you have anything to promote, social media? Yeah, yeah. I'm on Instagram, Stone Street Entertainment, Twitter, Stone Street Entertainment, and um, our website is ssmuzic.com. And if anybody who's interested, if you come through the DMV and you want a chance to get on the stage for me, just reach out. We're always looking for artists and talent. And if you're really into music, come hang out with me. You'll like my vibe. I'm a real down, chill type person. And you'll have fun. I guarantee you. All right. Thank you again. And uh, let's keep it. Let's keep in touch. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Okay. That's a wrap for episode 149 of Sensibly Cynical. Coming up next, obviously, is episode 150 featuring Zebulon and Company. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for continuing to listen to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Check us out on Twitter at Cynical Sensibly Instagram, Sensibly Cynical Pod. And you can check out our Facebook group. Subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Please stay safe and take care.